Hi everyone, this is Lemma and this is Sarah and you're listening to On the Other Line. And we have some updates. We well, Sarah has some updates. Okay, guys. So my update is that um, I recently moved away from Spain and I moved to the United Kingdom. So I'm living yeah. here right now in the UK. And I bought a podcast microphone. That's also another update because Yay. I don't know if you noticed before, but the audio was kind of bad. So um, I didn't I bu- notice. Finally, no, finally, I bought a podcast microphone um since i've like moved and stuff and yeah and now we're gonna be oh we're also trying to make some changes to the podcast try to make it more engaging we've got we've received some feedback from some people mainly our family members because like pretty much nobody listens to this (laughs) but like some people do but sarah why are you making us sound like losers please like pretend like we have 1000 followers (laughs) we have 1000 followers okay um yeah so we're gonna be uh, uploading our podcast episodes um, on Sundays. And last week, you also saw us. Uh, we started a podcast segment called Ask SNL. Yeah, so we're doing that from now on, but we're also doing our regular, like, talking about, like, social issues and all that yeah. stuff. So, yeah. So today, what are we talking so, about, Emma? Because uh, we literally can't decide because we have some topics, but we're not really, we didn't decide which one we're going to do. Okay, um, we can talk about ethical trends or we can talk about, um, you brought up something last time when we were talking, you, you talked about like the whole curly hair thing, but I feel like I don't have a lot to say about that, to be honest. Yeah, I know. I don't have a lot to say about ethical trends, but you have curly hair, Sarah. I don't have a lot to say. I guess. kidding me? I Did guess. you see what I sent you on Instagram? You, you look, um, really good with black hair and you should dye your hair jet black. Wait, where? Where did you send that? on instagram because i saw some old pictures when you had kind of dark brown hair but i think you should just dye your hair jet black i think it would look Aww, really good are you stalking me on instagram no i was actually stalking <laughs> my pictures the tagged ones <laughs> oh but did you get like did you get a notification that you got tagged when i like because i i you know how you archive oh posts? you know what i did but i didn't get like i didn't it didn't say who so i just got oh. a notification and I think it's when you archive because I archive posts, but then I unarchive the posts because I wanted to like put them back on my profile. So oh. I guess you got well. I guess everyone got tagged. <laughs> everyone got a notification. Yeah, but you can't tell. You can't tell who what happened. Like you can't tell what the notification is about. Okay. It's just like it's about something related to being tagged, but you don't know what which picture who. Or oh, anything. you got tagged. Okay, that was my hair was not jet black. My hair was like dark brown. I know. I told you, yeah. but it would look good if it was jet black like just i had i had jet black hair like when i went when i graduated uh high school high school i know but you should do it now you were still a baby in high school but i feel like i look i don't know i don't really i'm not really sure i feel like it's we'll see we'll see okay i don't know what we're talking about here but (laughs) this is very like off topic this is like beauty guru but okay so um Okay, I guess we can talk about curly hair. Lemma, like, you can start us off because, like, you kind of had, like, stuff to say. So I'll just kind of go off of what you you start to talk about because I'm not really sure which direction you want to take this conversation. Sure, okay, I guess we can talk about it. Um, so I guess I can start with saying, with talking about the day I was born. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> did I have hair or did I not have hair? That is the question. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I've always obviously had curly hair. 
that I got from my mom and my dad, but mostly my mom because my mom actually wore her hair curly. Um, so, and my dad, like, you know, my dad had a shaved, like, bald head. Anyway, that doesn't matter. <laughs> my, I got my hair from my mom. And I've never, like, I don't remember my mom ever telling me how to style my hair curly. Ever. Like, I think she just tied my hair, like, styled it in different ways where she would just, like, tie it or just let it go. My mom shaved my head one time. Sarah, do you remember that? Really? Like I got traumatized. Like we like shaved like bald shaved or like, Do you not remember? I was in your class in kindergarten. Okay, I don't remember that. Okay, far. okay, let me tell you. Let me tell you. So it doesn't sound as it's not as cruel as it sounds. Mm. So my mom really likes the a la garçon style, like the oh, pixie yeah. haircut. So she she's always like that and she actually styled her hair. I think she styled her hair like that at some point. Mm -hmm. So when I was younger, she and I and I was five years old. She uh, brought me to the hair salon with her and she was like, let's uh, like do that hairstyle for you because she liked it. She genuinely liked it. She wasn't trying to get rid of my hair or anything. And I was like, sure. And I was, I was very influenced by my mom. So the fact that my mom liked it, I was like, okay, of course I'll do it. Like, it's going to look amazing, you know? And I, and I did it and I went and I looked in the mirror and I'm like, okay, it looks good. Like my mom likes it, so it must be good. <laughs> and the next day I go to school and the whole class laughs at me because of stupid gender stereotypes okay oh <laughs> because everyone God. like all the boys were like oh you look like a boy you look like and they were like calling me a boy and I cried and I remember all the girls in the class were, were trying to make me feel better and I think this is the moment <laughs> when I realized I'm not gonna be good with guys ever <laughs> oh my god like this was like this was like I feel like I remember <laughs> but I don't because I remember going I remember going to the did you feel sorry and, for me no, 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 no. I, no, I remember no, no, no. going this to the hair salon with your, with your mom. Mom, and yeah, you. and she cut your hair too. Yeah, yeah, and I remember cutting my hair really short too. Like also yeah, yeah, kind I of remember like, that. Like really short and like, like you know how they have like that spray that is like the hairspray? Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, and it was like blonde. And I remember like being so obsessed with myself and I was like, oh, it looks so cute. My mom uh, does that to people. Like she convinces yeah. them that they look good. <laughs> and, then they, and then you leave her for a few hours and you look in the mirror and you're like, what have I done to myself? Yeah, and then like... And then, yeah, the same thing happened where I was, like, the next morning, I was, like, oh, my God, I'm so ugly. And I remember telling my mom, like, oh, look, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to school. My hair looks so bad. My mom's, like, it's not going to grow overnight, so you're going to have to go to school eventually. <laughs> but this was years later. That This was when you, you were a little bit older. We were yeah. a little bit older. Mm -hmm. And also, your hair was long compared to, I, like, they, yeah. it was, mine was super short. But you know, okay? like, um, in Titanic, like, Jack's hair? Yeah. I feel like my hair was like that. It was kind of, yeah, it, it probably was kind of like that. I can't, I and remember it. Was like it was straight too, and it was just like so, like, it was a, um, it was a bowl cut. It was a bowl cut. Too. Yeah, it was a bowl cut. Like, pretty much, it was just a bowl cut. Yeah. So, anyway, anyway, yeah, like, there you go. So, you go to the hair salon with my mom, and you come back with no hair at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I was made fun of, and I cried. And then after that, I got over it obviously because you get over stuff and then I had an afro for a little bit which I didn't really mind I didn't really care but I remember my mom would go to work early and so my dad would be stuck with styling my hair for school or getting me ready for school mm -hmm. so my favorite hairstyle that he would um that he would do for me was when he would basically style my hair the way a guy styles his hair so he would he would uh wet my hair completely and then 
put gel on it like just slap a bunch of gel on it and just like gel it down <laughs> and it and then it would when it dried it would be like really nice and curly and I I loved it I thought it was the best thing so that was actually my first lesson on how to style my curly hair it was my dad who taught me that okay and my mom wore her her, her hair curly when she was younger like she wore her hair curly but she never gave me any curly tips okay mm-hmm. <sighs> which is sad, but I, I love my mom. I love my mom. <laughs> I'm not trying to bash her or anything. But yeah, like there was always this mentality of straight hair is more beautiful. And I think I always wanted to have straight hair. And I always thought that I would look like my one biggest flaw is the fact that I didn't, I didn't have straight hair. I always I would always think if only I had straight hair, I would just be like a 10 out of 10, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I would think. Yeah. And so when I was about like 10 years old or maybe a little bit younger I got my hair relaxed and I thought it was like magic because they straighten your hair and then it stays straight for the next month a few months yeah so I just thought it was amazing I was like yes this is amazing and yeah. my mom you used to get it done like really often too like well I actually only got it twice done twice really well, when I was younger when I was younger I got it done twice oh yeah it just stayed for a while so because it completely damaged your hair, it didn't actually leave. It, it completely just ruins your hair. I didn't know that. So I got it done and my mom aff- like positively affirmed it like she loved it. And so I got it done again later. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I realized like I, I think I had a friend one time who told me that it ruins your hair. And I was like, no, it doesn't. Like, oh, look, my hair looks better. <laughs> and but then I realized, yeah, like this might ruin your hair. And I think my mom even told me that apparently like she heard that it can make your hair fall out and stuff which is true if you relax your hair it'll make your hair fall out it's it's like putting bleach on your hair it's kind of that same similar thing where it damages your hair completely and it can make it fall out and stuff especially if you get it done a lot so um I stopped doing it and I had curly hair for a while and I didn't like it I used to just tie it I would just tie it all the time that's it um tie it in a bun and that's why by the way I have PTSD from bun tied hair like low buns because I used to tie my hair in a low bun all the time all the time all the time and I think one time someone pointed it out I don't know I think so and ever since well not ever since then but ever since I I learned how to style my hair whether it's it was straightened it or learn how to wear it curly I still like I hate tying it in low buns till this day I hate tying my hair in low buns it makes me feel so uncomfortable and I think it's because I did it for so long and you I did I remember yeah. you had your hair all the time it was like that all yeah, the time. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like so annoyed I, I don't know I don't like doing that at all at all and I I think it's because of that because that's true. I have the same thing kind of like I used there was a time where I used to tie my hair um like in a low ponytail yeah and my hair was so whack back then like I had like I had, like, such a weird hair texture growing up. Like, my hair was, like... It used to be straight. Yeah, it was straight. It was, like... So, first of all, it was, like, blonde when I was born, when I was very young. And Mm. then it kind of turned into brown. And then it was curly. And then it went to straight for a long time. And then, all of a sudden, it, like, went back to being really curly. And actually, there's this, like, piece of hair at the back of my head. Like, a like just a chunk of hair the back of my head that is really straight and my hairdresser has like commented on it before because it's just very strange but like um yeah and I remember your hair is confused you know what might have happened it's confused it's a confused (laughs) confused but you know what might have happened other than puberty because puberty does change the texture of your hair Mm -hmm. but what might have happened is that it could just be um a as 
it could be a result of you straightening your hair or using hot tools on your hair. I don't think so. I think it's just a genetic, like it's just a mutation or something because... A mutation? I no, think. I genuinely think it's a mutation because I have a lot of those type of things. Like for those of you who are listening who don't know, like I'm, I'm half German, half Egyptian. So I always like felt like there was... Yeah, you're split in half. Yeah, I'm so split in half. Like even there is a side of my, one side of my body is like super freckled. And then the other side is like, barely any freckles and and then like I have that thing with that weird hair texture and then like I have like certain features about me are like super Arab and then other features are like super German so it's like very split in the middle so I feel like the hair thing is just like one of those weird confused identity things so yeah yeah so my point was like I I had that too like I would always tie my hair that way and now when I tie my hair that way I just always feel so like insecure with that hairstyle I know I don't know why but like Meghan Markle rocks it yeah she does i think it's like she um, had that hairstyle for her wedding she had like kind yeah, of a low bun hairstyle true. and she looked amazing but i don't know why i just feel super weird in it. I, I don't i just feel like i'm back as that 13 year old yeah you know? same. that like 13 cert- mm-hmm. year old with low self-esteem it just takes me back to that moment and i just don't want to go yeah, back me too but then yeah so then i learned how to straighten my hair when i became a teenager later on like 16 I would always straighten my hair and then I um, ended up doing protein treatments which are kind of like relaxing treatments but a little bit like on the healthier side or whatever but anyway I did that for a couple of years throughout university remember Sarah do you remember that uh yeah the remember my bangs oh yeah I remember Lemma used to go to this like hair salon um and I like come with her and stuff like that and like she spent like the whole day there yeah and I remember it takes hours Lemma I remember the woman would like go like straighten your hair after putting on the treatment and you'd go in like the backyard like the outside area oh, of yeah, that yeah, salon because and because were they were putting fumes, chemicals like yeah. fumes coming out of your hair like you were like it was like a freaking science experiment because and i like, it was chemicals wouldn't be able to breathe like i don't know like imagine like that's what you're putting in your hair and you just can't breathe from the chemicals yeah because the hairstylist wore a mask yeah right? yeah i'm yeah, pretty sure it's like not good to like burn those type of chemicals but i know and i and i like inhaled all of it so it's just okay that kind of i'm brings, just happy i'm alive right exactly now. that kind of like brings up the conversation because i feel like this conversation is kind of like how much effort like we put in this to try to make our hair straight you know like just to try to I fit know. that like yeah i know ideal. and it yeah exactly and it would hurt like these treatments would hurt because you, they straighten your hair and they go like right next right near the root because they want to get all of your hair and so you can feel the straightener like you can feel it next to your root and it burns and sometimes like i would cry like just tears would come out like i wouldn't <laughs> cry like actually cry That's it was so just dramatic. my body like no but i wouldn't like actually cry as in like i'm crying it would just be like I'm, I don't want to cry, but just tears would come out on their own because probably my body's the like, fumes. there's pain no, happening right now. probably the fumes in no, your no, eyes. No, no, it, was, it wasn't the fumes. No, it wasn't the fumes. It was actually the, the feeling because I, I would feel like it would hurt, yeah. Sarah. Um, and I, yeah. it's kind of, yeah, it would hurt. Like, trust me. But mm-hmm. that's, that's the thing is that's, those are like protein treatments. They're done in different hair salons. Yeah. Um, and at the end of the day, it's still similar to relaxing because you are putting a chemical in, in your hair in order to straighten it because it keeps it straight for the next few months mm-hmm. so I did that and then I finally got my highlights done <laughs> I got mm-hmm. highlights done and it changed my life because my hairstylist let me tell you what my hairstylist did after she um 
put highlights in my hair and she washed my hair. She sat me down and she was ready, like she was getting ready to, you know, blow dry my hair straight and all of that. And she kind of like was brushing out my hair and kind of playing through it. And she was like, I think she said something along the lines of it would look really good like this. And she kind of like scrunched it and made it look curly. And she was like, it would look really good like this. And I, I remember looking in the mirror and I'm like, oh, yeah, it, it would look good on this. But then like I brushed it off and as in like I not literally brushed it off, but you know what I mean? Like let go of her comment. And <laughs> and then she blow dried my hair straight and strained my hair. And then after that, when I washed my hair after after a few days, when mm -hmm. I washed my hair, um, I decided to wear curly because I was like, well, it's there's highlights. I don't want to damage it. I'll just wear curly. And then I remember I'm going to call out a friend. <laughs> okay. Do I say names or do I not say names? You can. Are you gonna shit talk them? Or <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> but I'm just wondering. Like, do you think they'd be comfortable? <laughs> um, well, anyway, it doesn't matter. There's like lots of people with the same with the same names. So uh, my friend Dalmud oh. said something. <laughs> <laughs> said something. Okay. We let me tell you. We were out and and we were all out together. And he said something like, "Oh, is this? I don't know. He probably does not even remember this, but I." <laughs> I'm a Scorpio, so I never forget. Yeah, you never forget. He, he said something along the lines of, oh, are you going to, like, is this a new hairstyle? Like, is this a new thing for you? Like, referring to my curly hair. And I'm like, no, 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 it's just that, like, I just wore curly today, which is, I really meant that when I said that to him, because I was just wearing it curly for today, and I was going to straighten it later on, through, like, later on in the future. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why I remember this. Like, I remember this comment, but I, I remember, like, after that, I didn't end up straightening my hair ever for some reason. Like, I just liked the way it looked curly, and I that's when I went on my curly hair journey. But anyway, thanks for that comment, Omar, because it really made me think about it. Like, it made me think, do I really want to wear this? And then I did. I did, mm -hmm. so... That's yeah, and um, then you went on your curly hair journey. And how's it been since? What is... Because I know you got some responses from people. Okay, well mostly i will say i'll say most of the responses of family friends like family friends relatives uh people i see like random people i see or whatever coworkers, like positive responses okay people have complimented me on my curly hair but there are haters <laughs> okay aka your mom <laughs> me familia my mom yeah my mom wants me to straighten my hair all the time mm -hmm. well not all the time but she's always like why don't you straighten it on a like in when you go to occasions like why don't you straighten it which is like when you say that you're kind of alluding to the fact of why don't you make it look better when you go to nice occasions you mm -hmm. know? like you gotta fix your hair like your yeah yeah hair. or she'll be like why don't you just roll it like in a roller or she'll just she she just wants it to look different like she wants i think mm -hmm. she wants my curls to either look looser or she wants me to straighten my hair and she always says like i think she told me before that i look better with straight hair like it just matches me better but i got her hair and i mean i was born with this with curly hair mm -hmm. um and yeah, and I do get like like some comments from it's mostly like people from our culture, like Egyptian people and stuff. We're so used to straightening our hair. If you go to Egypt, you will find everyone oh, with straight yeah. hair, not mm -hmm. because they were genetically born this way, but because they all get those protein treatments yeah. where they just or they just straighten their hair every mm -hmm. week or whatever. And that's kind of like uh, that's kind of like our internalized uh, racism or internalized yeah. trying to meet uh, with white or Western ideals. I feel like in the Arab world, I feel like we're always trying to make ourselves more westernized. White. 
it's, it's more white, like more white looking. We favor yes. more white looking people. We favor, uh, you know, Lighter white skin. features. Like even the yeah. way that we act sometimes. Not to throw shade at Arabs, okay? We're lovely people. But like, I feel like that's just the internalized racism i guess maybe i don't know yeah this is i think it's related to our history like yeah when people when we were colonized or when people when yeah exactly when we were conquered by even like the roman empire and stuff i think it really is rooted in our history and how we were treated yeah exactly i hear this a lot like um like black girls how they have to like um straighten their hair and like do this like kind of what you're saying like do these treatments or like at home treatments or whatever to make their hair straight um so that they can you know get a job interview or like they can look more professional and that really bugs me like honestly that really bugs me that we still have the mentality and like even myself like my hair is curly but it's not um like lemma's curls like they're not very tight curls they're more like wavy curl like kind of lo- looser but curls. you said that you feel like you have to straighten exactly like even even me places. like when i so even even me who has like relatively like wavy uh, wavy curly kind of hair i always just i don't know i always feel like there's like this internalized like oh, I wish my hair was straight because yeah. it looks more professional or like it looks, I still it have looks those more, feelings. it looks more neat, you know, it looks more, you know, but I just don't understand that mm-hmm. like thinking because honestly, like I've really grown to love my curly hair just because I don't straighten my hair. And the reason why I don't straighten my hair is because I don't, again, I'm low maintenance. I don't like to put a lot of effort. I get tired of like putting, like straightening my hair. So I feel like for me, I cannot, do this like every day so I just kind of like learned to love my curly hair but like like for example like interviews like I always feel like if I don't straighten my hair like I look less professional or like even like when I took my LinkedIn profile picture recently I just felt like yeah like it looks more sleek whatever or like if it is curly like I have to like tie it or something and I don't know I feel like I don't like that thinking. I don't know. I don't know if it's really true or if it's like something that's in my head or like in our heads or whatever, but I'm pretty sure that it probably does have some merit. Is that the right word to use? That perhaps maybe we would get judged if we... I get what you're saying. Yeah, I think also like um, when you look at it from my mom's perspective who wants me to straighten my hair for example in at dinner parties and stuff mm-hmm. when we go to dinner parties most of the girls that are my age have straight hair and, and not naturally like they straighten their hair so I'm the only one with curly hair and I think my mom feels like oh like what if that doesn't like I think I don't know like sometimes I feel like maybe my mom has that comparison and she feels like that curly hair because she feels that curly hair maybe yeah. isn't I don't know. I don't know. Like, I think at the end of the day, I think your hair is really a part of your identity. Like, for example, even with, um, I would say, with a black woman and black men, their hair is literally like a part of, um, like, their hair texture is related to their race, right? Because uh, black people have, a speci- like, have hair textures, specific hair textures. Obviously, they're different hair te- hair. Te- textures mm-hmm. my god i can't say that word obviously <laughs> there are different hair s- textures in the spectrum yeah but there is a like a general like specific hair texture that is related to your race and in general whether you're black or not your ethnicity can kind of like there is a hair texture related to that as well right and i mm-hmm. think because of that i feel like your hair kind of 
is part of your identity a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's important to be comfortable with your hair naturally. And I think it's, oh, it's definitely okay if you want to straighten your hair, if you want to wear a wig, if you want to do whatever. That's okay. But I think when, when you're being forced not to show your real hair and not to be able when you're when someone else is forcing you not to show yeah, your actual like shamed like, into it yeah like when when you're when you feel like you're being forced not to show your real hair that's when it's a problem because that's when it's actually racism because like i said you're a lot of times not for everyone but a lot of times your hair is actually related to your ethnicity and related to your race so when some when you feel like your office space isn't making you comfortable enough to go out and to to wear your hair the way that god gave you your hair the way that god gave you your hair then that's a that's a that's there's a problem there and it's not you it's it's the environment around you and it's society Mm -hmm. and even like like another thing about uh, your hair being a part of your identity like even when you wear hijab and you cover your your hair Mm -hmm. that is also that's why like the hijab becomes a part of your identity so because whether you choose to cover your hair or you choose to keep it curly, or you cho- or you shave it, or whatever. That becomes a part of like your personality and your identity. I agree. So it's really important to be yeah. able to to express yourself the way that you want. Whether you want to shave your head and go to the office, or whether you want to wear the hijab and go to the office, or whether you want to wear an afro and go to the office, or what- whatever. You know, you gotta you you gotta you gotta be allowed to do what you want to do with yourself. I, it's part I of think freedom. that was really well said, Emma. Like definitely, I was. That's kind of what I was trying. To- trying to say at the beginning but you said it way better than I did that's for sure 100% like you should be allowed to do that and I'm really I'm I'm really hoping that um we're moving away from that kind of stigma I guess about natural curly hair and you know the the look of it of the unprofessionalism type of idea about like the stigma behind it or whatever I really hope we're moving away from that and I hope that we're moving into more of a society that celebrates differences and celebrates yeah. like people's features and exactly. the ethnic signif- significance of those features. You know what I mean? Yes. And celebrates that. And and yeah, like because that's people- what it really means to celebrate diversity. And diversity isn't just slapping a black girl in on the front of a camera in front of the magazine because I feel like. A lot of people might be doing that now because it's like it, it's like a good PR stunt for them. It's a I good know. stunt for for their for their public image or whatever. But I feel like that's wrong. I feel like it really isn't like the practices and that the, the daily attitudes that we have against. It's super tacky. It is super tacky. It is super tacky. <laughs> but that's another thing, by the way. Sorry, that, sorry, sorry to interrupt you, but I just want to point out that that's another thing too. Is that if you go to Egypt, you're gonna find men with afros all mm-hmm. over the the country and women with straight hair. Why? Because oh, yeah. there's a different expectation for a woman, obviously. And and for some <laughs> reason, it's like a taboo for guys to straighten their hair or like to do anything with their yeah. hair, like to dye it or anything. When girls some do this all the time. Hair, but yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. And um, I want to say something else. I wanted to ask you something uh yeah <laughs> sure unless you want to unless you want to finish your thought no i honestly it. feel like i don't really have that much to say about it because i i definitely don't think that i've had experiences as far as you did like when you tell me about your struggles with your mom and like this treatments that you've that you've done and all that stuff like i definitely didn't have that experience but i can definitely see other people going through those experiences like having those experiences like it just upsets me that a young girl um is like taught to kind of like from early on she's kind of taught to hate parts of her that make her 
who, who she, she is, is. and yes. and like are a symbol of her identity you know because your hair really I, is I, like your hair like really is part of people's identity like their hair their style yeah. and and it's like a form of self-expression and when that form of self-expression is like suppressed in a way or it's kind of like shunned I feel like that can really actually affect you like you know exactly. it can really affect your sense of identity when you're growing up I yeah. don't know that's just like my I, assumption not really sure but <laughs> no 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 this is, i i agree with you 100 i feel like that's why like even um like for example women in i can't remember which country which country was it somewhere in europe but there were women who were not allowed to wear the hijab anymore in work or something as part of a law in a country and i and that's why women get angry when these things happen because then all of a sudden they're not allowed to express themselves this is in france like france uh, the way that they want the niqab and no also, no but there was another country that banned the hijab i don't know but um I just can't remember but even if they don't ban hijabs by the way like uh i rem- i don't know if i told you this but like my mom for example like she wears hijab and she wears niqab now just because she lives in a more um diverse society like with more uh, people Muslims. like immigrants and stuff and muslims around her so like it's normal i guess like more normal and she just loves it like my mom's a convert and she loves the niqab it just makes her feel like it makes her feel like herself herself yeah exactly it's just and the, that's the way that she identifies the way she wants to exactly and that's how she identifies with it and she like before she wore that she just used to wear the hijab normally and she worked at like a refugee kind of refugee clinic i think um and in germany and they made her take off the hijab as part of her job requirement even though i thought it was so how ironic ironic exactly i thought it was so ironic that they did that even though like so many of the refugees that are coming in are actually muslim and are gonna they forced her to take off the hijab Mm -hmm. yeah they didn't let her wear it they're like Like, so so not 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 like the niqab they forced her to take off her hijab hijab like that's crazy just like the basic scarf like the basic hair covering you know that a lot of women wear that not even related to their religion sometimes mm-hmm. it's actually just related to culture like a lot of black women wear a scarf on their head yeah um so what like what the heck is that like why would they say no to to not wearing because they're like racist. it's just it's literally like going to work with a hat because it's they're literally racist. like going to work no other way to with a cap on or a hat like wh- who are you to tell someone what not to wear and what to wear like imagine if someone woke up one day like uh, uh some some ceo or, or lawmaker woke up one day and was like you're not allowed to wear yellow shirts from now on because they're ugly like i don't like how they look like so you're not allowed to wear yellow shirts like how ridiculous is that it's not even like um it's not like wearing a hat or anything because i understand how like there is a uniform sometimes for certain jobs but however no one is going to tell you not to wear a cross necklace. That is also a symbol of your religion. You know, expecting a woman to take off her hijab for a job is just so insulting in every possible way. And especially the fact that it was at a refugee clinic is just so ironic and like sad, to be honest with you. But mm-hmm. yeah. And I mean, my mom, yeah. like, she didn't end up staying there anyway. And I remember fighting with her about it when it happened because I was just so shocked that, like, that actually happened yeah. i was like what the hell like i would not i would like probably file a discrimination suit or something like that because i'm pretty sure they couldn't have turned her down i'm not really sure how the law worked in germany but i'm sure there should have should have been some kind of discrimination uh law where you can't discriminate against a job applicant because they refuse to take off a religious symbol of theirs you know 
Yeah. Because that's and, like discrimination against religion, right? Like workplace discrimination. Well, I just want to point out that um, my mom's friend uh, mm-hmm. used to work for Egypt Air and she worked as a flight attendant in the, I don't know what year it was, but it was a, a while back, like probably, I don't know, maybe 90s or something, mm-hmm. I'm guessing, mm-hmm. somewhere around that. And she never really told me, but she was like, um, she has like kids my age and she did that, did this when she was younger. So I'm assuming maybe around those, that time. And she um, used to not be uncomfortable with wearing the short skirts because they had like short skirts. So she took her uniform and tailored it to make it just to make her skirt just a little bit longer so that she would feel comfortable with it. And she was told off um, because she wanted to wear her skirt longer. And this isn't a Muslim Muslim company like Egypt Air, it's an airlines, Egyptian Airlines. Um, and she was told off by her Muslim colleagues. And then she wanted to wear the hijab. So she decided to, to quit her flight attendant job and wear the hijab and work on ground, okay? But the company didn't want her to wear the hijab while working on ground. Even though she wasn't flying in the air, she wasn't being a flight attendant. She was just working for the company on ground. They didn't want her to wear the hijab because they didn't want the company to be represented that way. Mm-hmm. Okay, the, the, the Muslim, the Egyptian company, which is supposedly, supposedly Muslim because oh Egypt my is a Muslim God. country. And so she fought it. She, had, she, she filed a lawsuit against them and she fought the, their discrimination pretty much. Yeah. Um, and then now... Now, uh, Egyptian, uh, like Egypt Airlines, allows flight attendants to wear the hijab. So <sighs> it works. Y'all. But anyway, anyway, we've kind of like, we're all over the place now. We're all yeah. over the place. No, but that actually <laughs> reminds me of the, the burkini thing that happened also. Yeah, the in bikini Egypt. burkini thing. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to mention that? Yeah, like for context. So basically, there was a video that came on online, and it was basically these uh, women at one of the, uh, I think it was like you know one of those like on the like um, on the north coast kind of like people will rent villas or by the Mediterranean. Yeah, by the Mediterranean, they'll like own villas there, and they'll like go for vacation. They'll like stay in their vacation homes and stuff. So they were like two women swimming in the swimming pool, like the public swimming pool of that compound. And yeah, because they're resorts. They're like different resorts. Yeah. So they got told off by these other Egyptian women who basically told them that you can't swim here because you're you're not allowed to wear a bikini here. You're not allowed to wear a bikini in the pool. And basically in the end, like her argument pretty much just turned out Did to it just make sense? be like, oh, it just doesn't look good. You know, like that's her main reasoning why, even though like and then yeah it was just a lot of people got upset over it i got really upset over it because it's just like the fact that like these people are in egypt where you know the majority of people are muslim and this is just like the fact that the fact that other women are putting women down yeah is really and that people in your own culture are putting you down for yeah for your own cultural practices it's just like yeah and i just want to clarify that a burkini is basically a swimsuit that covers your body yeah it's basically like your body like a wetsuit like a surfer suit pretty much with the hair the covering your hair as well yeah and it doesn't well you don't have to cover your hair not everyone oh yeah not not yeah. not yeah um but the wetsuit is different because the wetsuit keeps you, like, retains the water. This is oh. just, like, swimsuit material. Like, it's just literally, like, your normal swimsuit material. Yeah. Except it's, like, long-sleeved and stuff. Yeah. All that. But anyway, yeah. So, that was uh, infuriating <laughs> to watch because yeah. there was a video and it was on YouTube. 
Um, it was just like dumb. Like the arguments were just so dumb. Like exactly, just, and and they the were woman, based off of like, oh my god, just don't look that. You don't look chic. You know, you don't look. <laughs> you don't look. Yeah, like, like you don't us. look like. <laughs> yeah, you're like you're not complimenting the place. I don't know. Like they were just being very ridiculous, and they called these women called the like uh I don't know like a guard, a security guard or something. Mm-hmm. Like they called him, and then the security guard went to the woman who were in this who were swimming in the swimming pool with the burkinis on and he's like and he asked them or like he asked uh, one of their husbands one of the husbands was also in the water like one of the husbands of the, of one of the women with the burkini um and he asked the husband he's like oh do you guys own a villa here or are you renting you know as in like are you guys rich or not that rich because if you're not that rich we're gonna kick you out <laughs> pretty much it's like pretty so much that's what he was ridiculous saying that, it, that even happened it's just wow i know yeah um so yeah so anyway anyway that's uh we talked about a lot <laughs> so i feel like i feel like the conclusion of this conversation is basically like there are so many ways that racism plays out in terms of like and discrimination. Discrimination in terms of, like, uh, people's personal identity, like, personal appearance. Yeah. And how yeah, they and identify I do, I w- in a physical way. And You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. And I want to um, just quickly elaborate <laughs> on my mom not, li- not liking my curls as much. Mm-hmm. I just want to say that, like, I feel like from her perspective... She just wants me to conform to society Mm -hmm. because she, like, I think she looks at it like, oh, but, like, society will view you as better looking if you do this. It's not, like, so much, like, oh, you're ugly or I hate your curls or whatever. It's more, like, more, like, she wants me to do it because she just thinks it's, like, it'll make me look easy on the eyes rather than having the curly hair and, like, being this rebel in a society of, like, looking a certain way you know yeah but that's really sad that like even your own mom like could <laughs> has to like conform to these societal standards well she because the thing is she didn't though like she when she was younger like yeah. be- my mom was a hijab but before she wore the hijab she didn't straighten her maybe hair it's either. because like all the other girls but she knows like yeah because she knows like all her friends would always style their hair and straighten their hair and i think yeah. my mom she doesn't really want me to be like her i think i don't know my mom <laughs> wants me to be the complete opposite of her <laughs> For yeah, some reason. yeah, <laughs> I know it's weird. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I guess that concludes uh, the conversation. I guess mm-hmm. unless you want to say something else. No, I'm good. Do you want to say? Oh yeah, I forgot. I want to ask you a question. This is being very sure. Long, yeah, I think ahead. it's important. Go ahead. Um, when you strain your hair, I ha- it's a it's a kind of a, a double question thing. <laughs> double winded question twofold question so the first one is when you strain your hair do do you feel like people treat you better and then the second one is when you strain your hair do you feel like do you feel more confident please answer honestly both questions okay let's start with one (laughs) okay um have you ever heard of pretty privilege no okay so it's like the idea that like pretty people get treated better yeah um that makes sense (laughs) i guess but like i'm not sure if that's because i straighten my hair or because when i straighten my hair it's usually on an occasion where i'm like dressed up i like style myself good i like put my makeup and everything so i feel like i definitely get more compliments because i look out of the normal like so i look i don't look like myself i look you know i obviously i've dolled myself up 
Um, but no, I think that like, I definitely, I don't know. I'm not really sure, but I definitely do think, I definitely do sometimes feel prettier. But again, like, um, do you feel like your personality changes a bit? Like, like but when I just, you have your hair. I can't done. really separate, like, because I, like I said, like, I can, I guess, yeah, I have felt that way sometimes. I have felt that way where I'm like, my hair looks so like easy breezy, you know, like it looks straight. It's like, not like, cause when I'm, when my hair is curly, it's usually like kind of poofy to be honest. It's like a wild, it's like a wild mess sometimes. Which, but there's nothing wrong with big hair. Also, yeah, exactly. And I want to point out that like curly hair is just as pretty as yeah. straight hair, but straight hair apparently just falls under societal standards. Yeah. So people just see it as like being easy on the eyes or that's like true. they just think it's pretty because they've been, that's the way society t- portrays straight hair. <sighs> yeah, but we've been talking for 50 minutes now, so I think that's yeah, we need to we need to stop. But... It was an interesting conversation to have an interesting story time about Lemma's hair and some other things. And your hair too. And my hair. Even though I really feel like I can't relate as much and I kind of feel like I I wanted to let you talk because I I don't relate. And I wish we had a girl, like I wish we had like someone else in this conversation who has like also curly hair that they can talk about their experiences. No, but I feel like this conversation hasn't just been about curly hair. It's really been about the way that you want to express yourself at the end of the day and the way that you want to style yourself or whatever you want to wear and like the the suppression of self-expression when it comes yeah and and societal and meeting societal standards and all of that at the end of the day that was really racist what we touched upon that's the conclusion the racist standards of society yeah so anyway um so yeah that's that's the conclusion of our podcast episode let us know how you feel about this topic. Let us know your story. Whether you've you had experiences. Yeah. yeah, just like let send us a message or something. Or comment. Or comment on. Yeah, we're going to have this on Instagram, so you can comment. Yeah. And if there's anything particular, again, like you want us to talk about uh, in another episode, or perhaps for another uh, Ask SNL episode, do let us know also in the comments or dms or wherever you want to text us like we have a lot of different platforms so yeah that's the conclusion of our topic thank you very much for listening and we will talk to you next time